Welcome to What's Going On, the weekly podcast and videocast of First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of What's Going On. I'm Pastor Katie here at First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota, and I'm glad that you could join me for this week's episode. Uh, Just a couple of things before I kind of dive into uh, what I want to talk about this week, and that is to, again, remind you that we are online only through the end of the year, so you can join us for our worship service Sundays at 10 a.m. We will be live streaming, and you can find that either if you go to our website and click through the link there, or you can find us on YouTube at our YouTube channel. And so that's happening every Sunday at 10, and then it's available after that as well. We also have a sermon podcast that's available as well as our weekly what's going on podcast. And so I I do want you to be aware of kind of the different avenues of finding out what's going on and participating in the life of the church. Um, Also just want you to be aware that our angel tree should be ready to go by the end of the week. And so when we have the angels on the tree and are ready to be picked up, uh, we'll send it out via our email, via our social media. So be checking that Um, and then pick up your angel, get your gift spot, and bring those back to the church. I'll let you know when we send those out what the deadline is. It'll be before Christmas, though, and so uh, just a reminder as well that um, if you are unable to be shopping this year, you can always make a donation, and someone else will go shopping for you uh, so that we make sure that we get all of the children that we have committed to shopping for this year so that they all have presents, and so and that is just something that's exciting that we've been kind of waiting for and, and it's finally happening and we're really grateful for all of you for the the um, generosity that I know you're going to show. So that being said, I am filming this on December 1st and so um, that's the first, I, it really feels like we are now like full on in the Christmas season. Advent started on Sunday and this morning, um, my boys started their chocolate Christmas countdown calendars. They're advent calendars, but if they were truly advent calendars, they would actually start on advent and they start for December 1st. And so I'm going to call them Christmas countdown calendars, but they're very excited about getting chocolate every day <laughs> for this month. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm that kind of mom, I guess. So you can shame me below if you want, or you can say you go for it. Uh, but I just want this, I want them to get excited and understand that there's a whole season about this and it's not just um, about Christmas Day or Christmas Eve but that that there's something to be um, excited about and in anticipation of I think that's part of the fun of this season so um, one of last week I I kind of took you through one of the the classic things I did with youth groups in the past, and I'm going to do the same this week. Um, and so if you haven't had a chance to give me your top 10 Thanksgiving, I would still love to see those. If you haven't watched last week's episode, I hope that you do. And this week, I'm going to um, share with you something that, uh, well, at least a part of something that I used to do with youth groups as well, and that's called Uh, Advent prayer stations and so what we would do is have a night where we would set up and have the kids go around to these different stations and it was about reflecting it was about um, uh, encountering the Christmas story in a different way and so tonight I'm going to take one of those start tonight I'm used to doing it at night Uh, for this podcast what I would love to do is to kind of invite you to reflect on the nativity in the way that I invited the youth groups to do that and so 
I just have here it's a rock that has the nativity painted on it this was a gift uh, from a former church of mine um, that they gave to me and, and and the stipulation for them was that I keep this rock out all year that I don't just have it for Advent and Christmas, but that I remember um, the gift of Jesus all throughout the year. And so normally I just have it up on my shelf, uh, but it is the the nativity that I have uh, most accessible to me today. And I know it's kind of small, but uh, I think you're kind of aware of, of the characters of the nativity story. And so what I want us to do is just to go walk through, and I want us to think about um, as as we consider the characters of the nativity, who maybe do you relate to this year? And so let me give you an example. One year when I was doing this, um, I was reading through the Christmas story and I had just found out that I was pregnant with my older son, Ben. Like we literally had found out maybe a day or two before I was doing this activity. And as I was reading through the story, Mary just really struck me in such a different way as I was carrying my own child now and, and what she must have felt like and what she must have gone through having the angel come to her and, and just kind of the overwhelmingness of not only are you going to become a mother, but, you know, she was going to become the mother of Jesus. And so I just appreciated and, and just was struck by her story within the story of the nativity and her faithfulness and her um, willingness to take on this monumental task of raising this child. And and I think any mother kind of has that, especially when you become a mother for the first time, that sort of like, there's excitement, but there's also like a tremendous amount of fear because it's, you don't feel up to the task. Um, and I wonder if Mary felt that way. Like, and she was young and she's, you know, wasn't even married at the time. And and, and that, you know, just kind of all of these things must have been running through our brain of like, why would you ask me to do this? Like, this seems like a really big job. Um, why are you trusting me with this? And I remember really feeling that that year. Mary really um, was, was like my connection into the nativity story that year. So maybe that's where you are this morning. Maybe you're like Mary, where God is asking you to do something monumental, to do something incredible, and you feel like, God, why would you ask me to do this? Why? There must be so many other people in the world who could do this and do a better job than what I could do. And yet, like Mary, uh, you know, like God with Mary, God is asking you for a reason, that God has seen you and knows and has created you for this purpose. And so maybe you are like Mary this this holiday season, wrestling with something um, that you don't feel ready for, but that God has entrusted you anyway with it. And I hope that you rise to the challenge like she did. I hope that you're able to say, you know, I am your servant. Like, I will do what you want me to do. Uh, the next person that I think is incredibly uh, important to the Christmas story is Joseph. So let's see right there. He's in the yellow on this one. And I think Joseph is uh, a really pivotal person because his faithfulness is in, is incredible. And if he hadn't responded the way that he did, none of this would have worked in the way that it did. So Joseph was engaged to Mary when Mary found out that she was going to be pregnant. And normally in that scenario, Joseph would have been like, well, then the engagement's off because clearly you cheated on me and uh, I'm not going to marry you now. But he instead chose to believe her 
and chose to stick with her and chose to raise Jesus as his own and um, was faithful to her in, in all of this. And, you know, he also had visits from angels. But for Joseph to choose to believe, um, I, and I'm sure that he had some hurt. I'm sure that he had some doubts within all of that. I'm sure that um, as they were traveling and he had a pregnant wife that he was trying to you know, support and, and get her to where they needed to be, you know, I'm sure his mind was racing with all of these questions of, you know, can this all be real? Can, can what she says is happening really be happening? And I think, you know, maybe, maybe that's us where we're, we're dealing with, um, needing to trust, needing to trust that, um, I don't understand what's happening, but I'm going to trust that that's God that that's doing this. And and if, you know, maybe I don't understand where things are going. I don't understand um, why this is happening. I don't understand, um, you know, it seems like bad news to me, but I'm going to trust that it's going to be good news. Uh, so maybe that's where you are right now. And maybe Joseph's story of faithfulness and trust and understanding um, that he doesn't get to see the full picture of, of what what God is doing just yet, uh, but he's still willing to be a part of it. Um, maybe that's where you are this Christmas season. So maybe you are Joseph. And I think, wow, that'd be an incredible, incredible place to be. Maybe you are the shepherds over here who are holding their sheep. Uh, the shepherds who are minding their own business, who are out in their fields doing their work. Um, when the skies open up and the angels appear and they say, you know, God, good news like a child has been born and you need to go see it and we want you to be the first witnesses to this miraculous event and and the shepherds are just like what is happening why 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 us like the shepherds were just regular people they weren't special they weren't distinguished in any way they were just doing their job going about their business when god broke into their life in an amazing way and invited them to be the first witnesses of this incredible birth of the Messiah. So maybe that's you. Maybe you've just been like keeping your head down, you know, day to day. I just want to do my thing. And maybe God is going to break into your life in an incredible way that God is going to disrupt what's going on. And I mean, I think we've all experienced a pretty powerful disruption this year, but maybe just maybe that's God trying to invite you to be a part of something that God is doing. Maybe God is going to disrupt your life so that you can see something that nobody else gets to see, that you get to be part of the ground floor of something that God is doing, that God is inviting you to be a part of, not because you are extra special or anything, but because God wants you to be a part of what God is doing. And I think that's an incredible thing about the shepherds is that, you know, they were just doing their thing and God broke into their lives. And so maybe, and maybe that's your prayer for this season is that God, I've just been trying to survive this year and I want you to break into my life. Help me to see the incredible things that you are doing. Um, help me to be a part of it. Um, the other one, that that we would do with uh that was an option for for the youth was actually the sheep or the animals that were involved 
Um, and then, and I'll be honest, oftentimes the youth uh, said that they, they related to the animals because the animals were there. They were brought to it, uh, but they had no idea what was happening. Uh, they didn't understand uh, why, why this baby was in their manger and their feeding trough or why all these people were showing up or any of that. They didn't really, they were there. They were a part of it. They got to witness something, but they didn't fully understand what was happening. And sometimes, you know, and I think it was kind of interesting that our youth would often say, that's sort of how I feel about about growing up in the church is I've been a part of it. I've seen it. I've been here, but I don't fully understand what's all happening. I don't fully understand. It hasn't really sunk in uh, what that means for me. And so maybe that's where you are this Christmas season, where you're familiar with it or you've, you've been brought here, you've shown up, but you don't fully understand why this baby is such a big deal or why Jesus is so important in our lives today. And if that's where you are, that's okay. Um, but I want you to, to maybe have that be your prayer to say, God, help me to understand. Help me to see how the birth of this child matters in my life. Why Jesus is important to me now. How Jesus can change my life now. And the things that I'm dealing with that Jesus can help me. That Jesus can provide a new way of living. That the church can become a family and a support system for me. Um, that's... That's my prayer for you. If you feel like you are one of the sheep or the donkey or <laughs> when I was growing up, um, my aunt Karen, and uh, she passed away a few years ago, but she was like my favorite person. And at Christmas Eve, we would go to my grandparents' house and she would always have like a big activity for us to do. And, and I know that some of the other adults in our family would kind of roll their eyes and be like, what does she have planned this year? But one year she decided that we were going to restage the nativity in my grandparents' living room. And so she gave everyone parts uh, and I got to be Mary. I was so excited. I got to be Mary. My cousin Sally was supposed to be baby Jesus, but she was actually taking a nap, and so I just held towels. Uh, but I remember when uh, Karen uh, cast her husband, my Uncle Jerry, as the donkey, and he was so upset that he got cast as the donkey. And so when she was narrating the story for everybody, well, really, we put it on for my grandparents. When she was narrating the story, he kept interrupting her. <laughs> he would just hee-haw, hee-haw, and getting pretty aggressive about it. But, um, you know, I look back on it and it's like one of my favorite memories of Christmas and of doing things is, you know, I had this, I have this family that they were willing to do it. Everyone did, had a part. We had wise men, we had shepherds, we had Mary and Joseph and animals and, and we all did it. And, you know, like, I just think probably for my cousins and I, that's such a such a fun memory <laughs> but I I wonder too if maybe some of us are the donkey this year where we're just a little bit crabby and a little bit like I don't really want to deal I don't really want to see all of this right now I'm I'm frustrated about what's happening and I'm just going to sit over in the corner and hee-haw <laughs> all the way through this season and my hope is that that maybe maybe the joy of this season can seep into your heart the other one, uh, which as as a pastor, I feel like I need to to create this caveat, but I also sort of like I'm fine with it, um, is is the wise men. So right here we we have the three wise men who are bringing their gifts, and apparently they traveled on a camel in this version. Um, so the wise men, 
sometimes we refer to them as the kings. We actually don't know if there are three. We just know there are three gifts. So we usually assume that, uh, you know, we give, we assign a gift to a, a person. Um, but we just know that there were wise men that saw a star the night that Jesus was born and decided to travel and see where that star led them. And so um, they weren't there the night that Jesus was born. The shepherds showed up, uh, but they actually think that it was probably up to two years later before the wise men showed up to bring their gifts. And that's why we see, because when the wise men came, they stopped at King Herod's to say, we've seen the star, we've traveled all this way. Do you know where this new king is? And King Herod was like, a new king? What? And that's, that's when we get the, the massacre of all the boys under the age of two. And the reason it's under the age of two is because of that travel time. So in this depiction, they're there the night of, but really they would have shown up quite a bit later. And they bring gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And actually I do have, which I don't know why it's going to be interesting, but I do have a candle that I got uh, from the Irish Twin Soap Company, and it's frankincense and myrrh, and it's a really, um, <coughs> interesting smell. <laughs> um, if you'd like to know what frankincense and myrrh smells like, ask me sometime. I have this can always on my, always on my shelves, but, um, maybe, maybe you feel like you are the wise men coming in from who knows where, and you're stumbling into this Christmas season or into Christianity, and and you know that there's something valuable here, but you don't understand it yet. And, and you're trying to find your way in, and you're trying to, okay, make sense of what, what you can make sense of. So the wise men, they knew that there was a king, and so they were bringing gifts to the king. They didn't understand how Jesus was going to be king. They thought they thought he would be king of the Jews. That's why Herod was so threatened. So they didn't fully understand. They understood. They saw something of value. They knew enough to know that something was happening, and they were able to find the child. And so they were seeing truth, but they, they didn't fully get it yet. Um, there seems to be a lot of that happening around the nativity, um, but yet they're doing they're 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 acting out of like a genuine place and and they're and they're honoring Jesus and they and they're trying to find that way of 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 bringing honor and 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 glory to to Jesus even if they don't fully get what's happening and so you know they traveled a long ways they sacrificed a lot to do that and to come and so you know maybe that's where you feel like you are right now is is you want to honor Jesus you want to find a way to make this season special um, but you don't know what that looks like and you feel like you're making a lot of sacrifices in order to do that. And so maybe that's where you are right now is you, you're you're the wise men and you're just trying trying to figure out how do I go through this season this year um, bringing honor and glory to my Savior, to my Lord. And so one of the ways I would suggest doing that is is to do this sort of activity where you come to the nativity story afresh in a new way, looking at it maybe through the eyes of some of the other people that were involved in the story. Notice that I didn't uh, put put baby Jesus as one of the options. I think uh, we have a tendency to kind of make ourselves the hero of the story, and I'm just going to put it out there that I don't think any of us are Jesus. Um, baby Jesus, you know, like, this is him just showing up. This is him just arriving and 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 needing to be so dependent on on everybody else 
and not understanding. Again, everybody's not understanding. Um, I don't think one person in the story has a grasp on what is happening. Um, maybe the angels. Maybe the angels do. Um, the and maybe that's maybe that's the role that we have this year is to be the angels to proclaim the good news to share it with the people around us and to say there is a thing that is happening and it is great and it is good news for all mankind uh, and you need to you need to be a part of it and you need to see it so maybe Maybe we're all angels this year, and maybe our role is to invite people uh, to watch uh, the Christmas worship services. Maybe it is to um, share the good news of Jesus through uh, sharing of gifts and sharing of the things, you know, some of you have been so generous about uh, bringing uh cookies and whatever, and I'd invite you to drop those things off to people who, who maybe don't have, have a lot of of support around this time of year so that they know that they are loved, that that they are seen, that they are remembered, and that uh, they are not alone this Christmas season. So that's just a little kind of um, activity. I hope that it, it helps you to, to find your way into the Christmas story maybe a little bit differently this year, and to know that it's not, it's, it's not a problem if you feel like a little distant from it. If you feel like you don't really understand, if you feel like, if you're honest that, again, I don't know how these events matter now, because that's the real question. And so my hope is that you do come to know Jesus, that you do come to experience God's love and grace, because this baby grows into the savior of the world. This baby grows into Jesus who, died for us. I mean, that's why he came. This baby came to save us, to show us a new way, to usher in the kingdom of heaven, which is a, a way and a life that is about love, that is about uh, serving others. It is about making people feel heard and known and loved. That's the kind of life that we lead as Christians. That's what we believe in. Um, we believe in grace and we believe and, and working for those who uh, have been left behind, those who have been left out. We believe in trying to create a better world um, because we believe that that's what God has, has desired and wants us to be a part of the work that it takes so that we can be co-owners and co-heirs in the kingdom of heaven. And so that's why we celebrate Christmas. That's why this night is so important and why we remember it every year. And so it's my hope that as we go throughout this Advent season, as we go through this season of preparation, that we would look in our hearts and that we would know that God loves us. God loves us so much that he sent his only son into the world so that we may not die but have eternal life. And we celebrate the coming of the Savior at Christmas. I hope that you have a wonderful Advent. If you need to reach out, if you are struggling this Advent season, please, please call, text, email. Let me be there for you. Let me pray for you. Let me do what I can to help you feel a little less alone this year because it's a tough year for all of us. And please know that on the 15th of December, we're gonna be airing a blue Christmas service, which will help us to acknowledge the grief that we all carry this year. Um, so that we can experience the joy more fully. And so, until next time, 
God bless you and have a happy Advent. Thank you for joining us for this episode of What's Going On, a video and audio podcast from First United Methodist Church in Yankton, South Dakota. For this season of Advent and Christmas, you can join us for worship online at 10 a.m. on Sundays, either at our website, www.firstumcyankton.org, or by finding us on our YouTube channel. We also will have two special services during this season, Blue Christmas, which will happen Tuesday, December 15th at 7 p.m. online, and our Christmas Eve service, which will broadcast Christmas Eve at 4.30 p.m. online.